I'd like to encourage you to go and grab your Bible. If you happen to use your device, I'd like to encourage you to turn it on. And you can join me this morning as we look into the Scripture in John chapter 13. We'll be looking at verses 1 through 17. We are in the middle of our community sermon series with the Blair County Pastors Network. When I first realized that this was going to be over Mother's Day, I was a little hesitant, wondering how it was going to work. But as I've studied John chapter 13, especially the scripture that we're using today, I realize that this is going to paint a perfect picture for us for Mother's Day. And so we're going to look into the scripture, and please join me as I just begin with read, reading of verse 1, and then we'll go back and forth as we touch on the various scriptures throughout this particular passage today. In verse 1, it tells us, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Looking at verse 2, it tells us that the meal was done. I could assume everyone was relaxing. People were chit-chatting. But then something happened. In verse 4, it tells us that a movement caught their eye. Jesus rose after supper. He took a towel and he began to wash the disciples' feet. I look at this and I realize it's not in the Scripture, but I'm sure it was in the room. There was a nervous hush in the room. All of the little chitter-chatter that had been going on had silenced. The attention was now focused on Christ as he was going from one disciple to the next. And in verse 6, it tells us that he comes to Peter. It says, He came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Here we find Peter asking the question that I'm sure everybody in the room was thinking. He was the one who spoke what was on the heart and mind of every individual in that room. Are you washing my feet? I look at this and I realize that in the eyes of every one of those men, all 12 of them, it was okay for a servant to wash their feet of the master. It was actually okay in their eyes for a child to wash the feet of the parent. And for those who were in the know, they would have probably realized that it was okay for a disciple to wash the feet of his teacher, his master. But what was occurring here in this scripture was not okay. It was not okay for Jesus, their Lord, their Messiah, the future King of Israel, to be washing their feet. If we go down to verse 12, it says, So when he had washed their feet, taking his garments, he sat down again, and he said to them, this question is a little unnerving, even in and of itself. Do you know what I've done to you? This question to me is a little bit like me walking into the house after a long day, 
and my wife asking me, it's like, do you notice anything different in the room? Um, and as I'm saying that, I'm looking around the room. It's like, the pictures are there. I think those are the same colors of the curtains we've always had. I don't think the paint's been changed. In your mind, you're going from one thing to another, trying to figure out what is she wanting to tell you? What's she wanting you to notice? And as we look at this verse, verse 12, he asked the question, do you know what I've done to you? Wow. Do you realize what I've just done? In their heart, they knew what he had just done. He had done the unthinkable. But he goes on as he is using this as a teaching moment for the disciples. He drops... Let's drop down to verse 15 and see what he has to say next. He says, For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. You should do as I have done. He was teaching them a lesson on serving. He was teaching them a lesson on humility. And then he tells them, I want you to do as I have done. I look at this and I realize that this is a powerful statement. He didn't tell us to do what I have done, even though some of the most powerful services I've ever been in in my life have been foot washing services. I've not been in a lot, but those that I have attended have been very touching But he didn't say, I want you to do what I've done. But he said, I want you to do as I've done. And as I think through the wisdom of this particular thought, I realize that he wasn't creating for us a box that we were to check all and say, oh, I've washed somebody's feet this year. I'm done. I'm good. I've done my part. He was rather telling us that I want you to change your attitude. I want you to change your lifestyle, and this was going to be much harder. He did want them to do what he had done. He tells them earlier, I want you to wash the disciples' feet as I have washed yours. But then he clarifies, and he says, it's not so much that I want you to do what I've done, but I want you to do as I have done. And this is the hard part where I begin to realize that in my heart, I've got to assume that there are changes that need to be made, and I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to help me make those changes. We see here that in an instant, in a moment, Jesus changed the culture of his entire movement. And he speaks to them, as I have served you, I want you to go and serve others. The churches in our community, the Blair County Pastors Network, we have embraced this particular commandment. And we believe that we are stronger together as we serve. 
because we realize that as we serve, we too are changing our culture. Notice the wording that I used. We are changing our culture. We've not changed our culture. We're changing it. It's a work in process. It's something that's ongoing. Because I'm changing my heart. I'm becoming the person that God wants me to be. I'm changing my church. But I'm also changing my community. And we do this by living a life of serving others. Of putting others ahead of ourselves. And as we do that, we can turn and say to those who are around us, do as I have done. Just as Jesus turned to his disciples and he said, I want you to do as I've done. I'm not saying to you to do what I've done, because God may be calling you to do something different. But we're here to do as we've done. Because as I mentioned a moment ago, it's not a box that we check off and say, oh, I've done that this week. I can relax. I can move on with my life now. But it's rather adopting the attitude, the lifestyle that Jesus wants each and every one of us to have. I mentioned in the beginning that when I first realized that this was coinciding with Mother's Day, I hesitated a bit and was a bit apprehensive knowing that today was my day to preach here at Overflow. But as I began to search the Scripture and as I began to read through the Scripture, I began to realize that we couldn't ask for a more perfect picture of a selfless love than what we see with a mother. Jesus was telling us to have a selfless love here. And as each and every one of us think about our own moms, we realize that they're the picture of selfless love. I'd love to have the opportunity of having my mother join me today for lunch. Or to drive the distance and go to be with her. But we know that because of the lockdown, we can't have that privilege today. But I know in my heart there's a deep love for her. And I appreciate all that she's done to teach me and to show me how to live and love selflessly. And as you think about your mom, I'm sure you have many wonderful thoughts in your own heart. And so we do here at Overflow want to wish you mothers a happy Mother's Day. And to my mom, I wish you a happy Mother's Day today as well. And we can each say to our moms, we love you. As we wrap up our study today, I want to just bring you down to verse 17. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. And he wraps up with this thought. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. If you know these things, blessed are you do. Blessed are you if you do them. I look at this and realize that it's one thing to know something, but it's something else to put it into practice. May the Lord 
help each and every one of us as we continue to change the culture around us. We change it by changing our own heart and life. We change it by changing our home. We change it by changing our community. And we could go on and on and on. But something's got to change. Something's got to give. And Jesus said that if you do these things, you will be blessed. You'll be blessed in a tremendous way. I'd like to invite you to just take a moment as I close out to join me as I close out in prayer today. Father, we thank you for this profound insight into the Scripture today. Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. Something that caught them off guard. We need something today to catch us off guard. And that can be done through various individuals who are listening to this message, realizing I've got to change. I've got to take upon myself this attitude, this lifestyle. And that as we individually, as well as collectively, go out to begin to serve others, I pray that that blessing would begin to flow in our own lives, in our home, in our churches, in our community. And then, as people look on, may they know the love that we have, one for another, and realize that it comes from the love that we have for you. Be with each of us today. May this change become real in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.